Hard first, easy later. So I want to talk about milestones today. And when I say milestones, I'm, I'm really talking about, you know, kind of like deadlines, but, but almost like micro deadlines. I mean, I know, you know, there's, I think, I think it depends on where you're at or, or the team that you're on, because I've been in places where uh, you can have milestones and milestones are like major deadlines. And then you have many small deadlines leading up to a major milestone. Um, for me, a milestone is something that you can kind of plant your flag on. Um, something that is a uh, you know mile marker, milestone, literally a milestone. So <laughs> that's I, I don't know to just go in circles and, and define exactly the same thing. But yeah, so. When it comes to milestones for me, and and I'm I'm my goal with this is to kind of flush out how I plan out and execute on milestones, and also maybe just air that out, and maybe somebody has um, you know a different experience or or some kind of optimization on that. But my current pattern that I use is I will kind of go over things with whoever the stakeholder is and we will kind of plan out you know uh, several different things which is like what what's our would be nice and what do we need to have and a lot of times I don't even talk about um, and, I, and I don't know if that's just because I'm unfortunate on the projects that I'm working on but I don't get a lot of these you know we have to have this by this date um, it's more of you know I'd really like to get this in there and then maybe we can you know, go over it next week or whatever. Uh, and I think, for me at least, that works pretty well um, as far as like surface planning, kind of like shallow planning. And then after that, I put together kind of my own, um, you know, major goals and everything. So it's kind of, it's kind of like I have my own. Um, you know, I, first, first I have my expectation with the stakeholder, and then out of that, I get expectations for myself afterwards, and then I kind of have my my soft expectation, which is you know what I've gotten out of the stakeholder, um, and what I mean by that is that every you know every milestone, every project, every you know employer, client. Uh, anybody I've ever worked with, uh, I always have a goal with them, and then I have a goal for myself. And sometimes that is personal development, because I because I see every project as I'm you know being trained or I'm getting paid to learn something, even if it's something that I've been doing for years or whatever. But I, I would say pretty confidently that most projects that I do, uh, there's always something in there that I've never done before. You know, if it's working with like some kind of, uh, you know, AR technology, BLE, or, or, you know, some kind of, you know, library API or something I've never touched before. Um, you know, usually every project has some kind of differentiator that is, you know, it just deviates so much from whatever the previous uh, project was that I did or all the projects I did for that year or something. And it has something that I gain as far as experience and knowledge out of it. Um, and so a lot of times when I have a project that has that, I will have kind of goals for myself as far as 
something I want to do with that thing. Um, you know, some kind of, you know, uh, goal I want to accomplish uh, to be able to do a feature or something like that I want to implement. And I'll find a way to work it into the product or the, or the, the project for the most part. Um, but, you know, I've seen, I, I think in the past, I've seen a lot of, uh, well, and the other thing, and this is something that I don't want to speak too specifically about any project or anything, but I've seen this where there's kind of like a, uh, I'm not describe it. So, so I will have goals set up and I'm essentially in my mind, when I'm coming up with my milestone with the stakeholder, I'm kind of setting a contract with them, even if it's a verbal contract, where I'm promising to pursue a specific goal, and I want them to pursue the same goal with me. Even if I'm the engineer and they're a manager, or they're just, you know, some, you know, small company or, you know, a client or, you know, whoever at some company. Uh, I'm expecting them as the stakeholder, okay, even if they're not doing the work, they are still by proxy part of it because I'm going to need resources along the way. I'm going to be like, hey, I don't know what this is, or I need the login for this, or I need data for this. I'm going to need feedback also. I'm going to need communication to get to that milestone. It's a team effort. It's not just me. So when I'm trying to get to a milestone, and then I reach out to a stakeholder and and I don't get a response. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not great with communication either. Uh, it's so easy. I mean, I, have, I easily, I want to say I float like 40,000 unread emails. Most of that's just bullshit. And it's it really just comes down to uh, not having uh, all my different emails filtered out uh, well enough. But... The idea is that it, you know, I can lose emails and it can take me a little while to uh, to respond. Sometimes um, I, I think for the most part I've been a lot better lately, but uh, but it is it is a common thing. You know, I try to push people to call me or text me and not to email because it, it does get lost in the noise. But for the most part, if your communication, you know, medium is email and that's the one you want, that's your choice, then I'm gonna. I'm going to adhere to that, but if I'm adhering to that and I'm not getting responses, then, you know, it kind of, you know, takes, takes the wind out of my sails where I, I'm like, okay, well, you're paying me to do this. You can't spend five minutes to give me a response and, and, and make a decision on whatever it is that I'm asking, uh, which, which is the other thing too, is that you, you, whatever you, <laughs> and this is client work specific though that I'm talking about as far as I've noticed that if you if you want information from the client, like if you give a client homework, uh, it's almost never gonna get done. You can't do that. You can't give them barriers, you know. Um, and if you do, you have to do it right at the beginning. You know, you can't be middle middle way through the project and give them assignments. Uh, you have to or or you have to at least call those out at the beginning. Uh, and even then, it doesn't always work. I mean, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to harp on that too much. It's just a, it's a, it's a major pet peeve is just getting bogged down and then 
you get this hot and cold thing sometimes uh, with some clients where it's like, uh, you know, um, oh, here, here's that thing that you wanted last week. Um, when, when are you going to have a, a demo? Are you going to be able to demo tomorrow? It's like, <laughs> you know, um, I'm not saying I'm going through that right now or anything like that. Um, maybe, maybe a little bit of that. Uh, but, uh, but it just, it just made me think of like all the, the worst thing, you know, how you have kind of like a flashback, you have like a little touch of something and you're like, Whoa, I've, I've seen that before, you know? Um, yeah. So that's what made me think of that. Uh, so yeah yeah as far as far as the the milestones though um you know i i don't know i don't know of a better way to do that you know because i need to kind of at least for me i mean everybody's different but for me i have to have something exciting that i'm working towards and usually the project itself is not enough you know so i've got some other personal goal and then maybe in the project i want to do something cool in the app, you know, maybe I'm, uh, you know, trying to work in some special UX thing or something, some animation or, you know, some kind of behavior that I've never done before that I think is really cool. A lot of it revolves around getting some kind of like, you know, dopamine hit or something where it's like you're, you, maybe you touch a button and it transforms into a circle or something and sparks shoot out and fireworks come down off the top of the screen or something like that. And it's, you know, it's just a cool interaction kind of thing where it's like, it's very satisfying to do it and then show people and be like, yeah, I did that thing. Um, and just kind of like play with it or whatever. Uh, so I, I think that's kind of what I've tried to do with milestones is kind of have like three different things where you kind of have like your, your bare minimum, your boring goal. I don't want to say boring because it's not always boring, but in my opinion, it's just your standard, whatever, you, whatever you need to do. Here's your bar you know, that you've talked out with your stakeholder and then you have, you know, your bar razor. And then above that, you have kind of your creative direction. So with that, um, I want to talk about a little bit about when you, when you don't hit your goals, um, and what that should look like, at least what I've done in the past when I don't hit those goals. And I think you have to, because a lot of times you can have assumptions or you can have knowns, but then you have all these unknowns, but they're unknown unknowns. So you don't even know that you don't know them. And then halfway through and you're getting close to that milestone, that milestone may change. It may move to a different place. It may not even be the same thing. And so you have to kind of approach it with a very forgiving attitude, I think, where you know, if you, if you don't hit that milestone and somebody, you know, your stakeholder is like, oh man, we really needed that to be done this date or something like that. Um, I think for the most part, you should be able to get the bare minimum, you know, in most cases. So like you shouldn't be coming into an agreement if you can't hit that bare minimum. Um, but sometimes uh, if you do hit the bare minimum, but you don't hit any of your other goals, you don't hit your creative goal, you don't hit any of your personal goals, um, you can't get down on yourself and you can't, you can't sit there and, cause I've done it where, you know, I hit the bare minimum, but I don't hit any of the other goals that I wanted to hit. And it's just really, I don't, I don't know how to, how to say it. It's, uh, it's, it's almost kind of de, 
de-enters me or whatever. I don't even know if that's the, the correct term. Uh, but it, it kind of, I kind of start to lose a little bit of interest in the project itself. And, and not, not so much like it's just, you know, I, I don't lose complete interest or anything. It's just, it makes it harder to have the same drive for that next milestone. And so I think, and this is more kind of directed at stakeholders. If I could have a better stakeholder in some of these cases, it would be somebody who could c communicate well and, and understand that we're kind of on the same team. We're both going for the same goal. Um, but it's really just a pattern that I've seen is that the more, like the more that I've kind of had these hidden milestones in my milestones, it seems like I achieved way more than before where I, I had this pattern where I would try to set a, a high bar milestone for myself and with the stakeholder. And then if I didn't hit that goal, it was this big hit to my ego, to my self-esteem, you know, uh, my, my motivation for the rest of the project, all that stuff. But instead, now if I break it down into like three or four different goals for that milestone, and there's several different like kind of mini milestones inside of that, then you're going to have all these different wins. And some of them are kind of secret wins. And so your stakeholder doesn't even know if you didn't hit some of them. Um, but, but, and I think that works great for me, my personality, my workflow, whatever. I don't know how to handle the lack of communication from the stakeholder though. Uh, my only response and way to cope with this stuff is to just brush it off and not, um, you know, not, not focus on it or anything like that and, and just move on to other things until I get a response. But, and also to kind of pause things. So, uh, which, which is something that I've done recently where uh, I didn't get a response several times uh, with some information. And it didn't completely block me from doing anything on the project, but it was enough to where it was like, okay, clearly somebody's not valuing my time. So I went ahead and notified both the stakeholders involved that I'm just going to pause everything until I get that information back. And, and all of a sudden, everybody becomes fucking available. People are calling and emailing in the next 30 fucking minutes, you know, whereas before it had been days since I had gotten a response. And, and honestly, I think it's just, you know, when your stakeholder is a low performer in, in their own role, um, that can be an issue. Or, or if they're just not that interested in their own org or project or whatever. Um, so I think that's something you have to be careful about, but it's, that's the only way I can do it is, you know, it's, it's not really CYO because I hate that cover your ass shit. You know, I've been involved in orgs that do that kind of crap and just, I, I can't even begin to explain how much I think how shit those, those orgs are. Um, cause I just think that's an anti-pattern, you know, anytime you're, you're having to cover your ass. But I think that if you're having a problem with a stakeholder, you have to call it out in some way. And so I think the pause thing works for me where it's like, hey, I'm blocked, so I'm just gonna, we're gonna go ahead and put this on pause until I'm able to move forward. I'll let you guys know if I get unblocked. And that way, your stakeholder is aware um, and you've made that call out, so you are communicating. So it's not this thing where the stakeholder can be like, oh, well, I didn't know that that's the struggles that you were going through, you know, during that milestone. 
you know, instead you're, you're communicating that. So, you know, obviously you, you can do it in whatever way you want. Um, that, that's what works for me where it's, it's not antagonistic. Um, you know, I, I think I've, I've, uh, I, I've found some kind of a, a middle ground where it's, it's, it's somewhat, um, you know, uh, amicable or whatever, uh, to, to be able to communicate that with, without being, you know, confrontational or anything like that, but also letting them know like, Hey, you got to respect my time, you know, otherwise you're not going to get it. Um, yeah. So that's the other thing with, with milestones. I think that a big thing for me is, you know, I don't like to, um, I don't want to say I don't like, uh, you know, usually what happens is I'll get the stakeholder who will tell me, they come to me and they say, hey, I want to I want to do this thing. Uh, I would like to do, you know, this, this, and this. Uh, either here's some milestones or what do you think the milestones should be or whatever that is. And usually I want to say maybe 10% of all my milestones are set by somebody else. Usually 90% of them, it's me. Maybe even more than that. Uh, so I really think that that's probably been the key for me and I don't know about anybody else, but the key for me, has been setting my own milestones and defining my own milestones, uh, and not letting anybody else do that. And I'm not necessarily telling everybody else, you can't do that. I have to do that. I'm just kind of doing it. And if nobody objects, then I'm the one who, you know, comes up with the definition for all the work and, you know, when it's going to get done and the scope and whatever. And I think that's, you know, that's my kind of outlook on milestones is you have to drive them. You can't be the passenger. You can't let somebody else drive your milestones. You know, you need to take ownership of your own milestones. And that's, I think it sets you up for success. So if you're in a place, you know, that you are the stakeholder or you're, you have a direct report and they're not hitting milestones or whatever, maybe try switching it up and giving them, you know, kind of the control to set their own milestones. Um, I think that's, I think most good, you know, leaders do that, at least that I've seen where they let you kind of set your own milestones. That's, that's probably like the first step. I wouldn't say that really gets you to be a good leader. Um, but I think that's the first step is you give your, your report the idea to, you know, kind of take ownership of their own, their own workflow. So, Anyways, I'm going to end it there.